Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. What are we talking about today, Constance? Uh, well, we're a little rusty, so... Um, and because we haven't done a podcast in a while. We have not done a podcast in a while, so I think our listeners are probably wondering what, where we've been. Yeah, and, and we're, what are we... We're drinking champagne today. We're drinking really nice champagne today. Uh, compliments of Jerome. Cheers, Jerome. Cheers. We are celebrating... Uh, Jerome just moved into this beautiful, um, amazing place that I'm sitting in right now. On the wrong side of the couch, podcasting. We're trying something different. Yeah, we are. And uh, I moved, so we have been extremely busy. But we're back. Yeah, and we're celebrate. We're drinking champagne, celebrating that we both bought homes in during a pandemic. Right. When and and I'm pretty grateful because I mean a lot of people didn't. Some people lost their homes. Some I people mean, lost their truly homes. Truly speaking, like the fact that we were able to. Actually, buy a home is very impressive. I, I'm grateful, too, I have to say. I, yeah, I would not. If you had asked me, I would not think I would be able to buy a home. But When we heard everything was shutting down, there is no way I would have thought that this is how we would have come out. Oh, my God. Remember when we, we, everything we first we were- happened? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how I was going to pay my bills, let alone... You did. You did. I talked to you off a ledge, and then we both decided we may have had a drinking problem for a, a short amount of time. I, I think we I did. Think we did. We did. We did. And uh, look at us now. <laughs> You're <at> drinking. <laughs> Still have a drinking problem. Oh my god! But you know what? Cheers! 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 Cheers to our new home. So today's episode is about manifestation which has always been a really weird word to me and I never understood it and I thought it was really stupid and um, I really thought to myself if you if you can manifest well then you'd have everything right well and that is and we we've talked about this before because we both watched the movie The Secret mm-hmm. which a lot of people look at and go well the the point is they say if you you can well. I shouldn't do that voice. They, they say, "Well, if you if you want a million dollars, just say you want a million dollars, and then you get a million dollars." I want a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars. See, it didn't work. Well, I've tried that. I've tried you that tried? many times. I've tried. Okay. Yeah, I've tried. Like, well, okay, I want a house, and I want, you know, a nicer car, and I want to be happy, and I want all these things. And there we go. None of it worked. Okay, but interestingly, now did you did you? hear the tone of your yes. voice when you said that? That was the, the tone I was manifesting. The tone so of you your know. voice said, I'm not going to get these things. And I, you know, and I don't think I'm going to get these things. And I'm, pro- I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove to you that I'm not going to get these things. That was kind of the tone of your voice, which I think is, to, to me, the whole point. You know, like when I watched uh, The Secret or when I read books about manifesting things, I think the important point that is often left out or the point that people don't get is that 
part of that manifesting, saying it, is actually believing it. I think when you say, I'm going to manifest something, that is already like you've already set yourself up for failure, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. when I'm like, well, I, you almost just do it. It's something you just do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we'll talk about, we're going to talk about your experience with this, with this place because you did a lot of things. But I'll give you an example. When I didn't say to myself, I'm going to manifest this house. So the house that I bought, it had the first day it went on the market, it had 49 showings. Wow. Okay. And they had a huge, they had all these people bidding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is my house. Like, this is totally going to be my house. There's no one's going to tell me otherwise. It's mm-hmm. perfect. No other person is is more perfect in this place than me and my son. You know, it was uh-huh. like, this is going to be our place. And I was like talking to my son about getting a pool, which I'm not doing because that's a ridiculous <laughs> idea. But at the time, I was like, we're getting a pool. We're going to swim in it. We're already talking about who is going to be invited to our pool. And we are going to have the best summer ever. In addition to that, they did accept our offer. After that, like I was already talking to my six-year-old at, like as if we are getting this house tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the first step to really manifesting this place. Yeah. But I didn't do it intentionally. I was like, no, this is ours. We're doing this. Yeah. And then I went to the bank and got all my bills sent there. Like my, I got my banking, my, I went to the bank. I was like, this is my new address. I hadn't even closed. <laughs> I hadn't even closed in the place. I was like, I don't even care. I'm getting all my bills sent over. You were still in the loan process. I mean, not, you were. I wasn't even were approved. You even in, were you even in underwriting yet? I don't even, I don't, all I know is I wasn't approved and I was like, no. This is my house. So you went and I'm changed all your. Room. So p- people were still living there. The people left all the mail for me. <laughs> <laughs> they must have thought so, the balls on this woman to get her stuff delivered here, like as if she's already, like I was already kicking them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's amazing. We would drive by, we'd look at the porch, and I'd be like, "Look at that! There's our porch. There's our porch. I'm going to sit out there and drink coffee." But I think truly going to the bank and giving them my address, and honestly, I gave it to them like. Because I was confident that that's where I was going to actually be living. Yeah. There was no fear in my mind about me not living there. And I think that that is the true, I think I manifested without actually knowing I was doing it. Yes. Well, and, and that's the thing. So it wasn't just you saying, I want that house. Let's see if I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you really felt it. I really felt it. And I put offers on many homes. I just mm-hmm. didn't, wasn't feeling those homes just, like you, I felt this one. Yeah. So tell me how you got this place. Because I know oh. I came to your house and saw a lot of written all affirmations written. all over. So tell me what you did. <clears throat> all right. So um, this is the only place that I saw. I didn't see any other places. So um, your sister, who was my realtor, sent me a, a number of places and Interestingly, at one point, I saw her and I said, hey, why don't you bump things down a little bit so I make sure that I'm not missing something? Okay. And this place didn't actually- Like bump things down? Oh, I'm sorry, in my price range. Okay, got it. So I had her bump things down and it wasn't that this place was cheaper. It was just that at that point, it generated another set of listings. Okay. And- I look at, I see this place, and then I you're, you mark the ones that you like, and you put, you know put a check next to them so you can go back and look at them later. 
I saw this place, a generator on a Wednesday, because, you know, I talked to your sister on a Wednesday. And I, I looked at it, checked it. I go, oh, that place looks pretty cool. So then when I had time on Friday, I go back and start to look at my possible places. And I go, I really, I could see myself living in that place. Mm-hmm. So this is a Friday. It had gone on the market on a Wednesday. So that Friday, two days later, I look at it. And I sent, I started to send pictures of this place to people where I said, I'm looking for a place and this is the one I like so far. I could see myself living there. So I said, I sent it to you. I sent it to some other friends. And I, I was like, buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> don't, even, don't even look at it. It's awesome. Buy it. It's perfect. I think you should totally jump on it. I sent it to my siblings. Uh-huh. And then I think I meditated like later where I could, where I was looking at the pictures and seeing myself in the kitchen cooking. I was seeing myself in the bathroom taking a shower. I was seeing my furniture in the place. So this is a Friday. So I wake up Saturday morning, you know, still, you know, in my mind being in this place. Mm-hmm. And I go, holy shit, I'm telling people I want to live in this place. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> okay. I haven't physically seen the place. But also the energy, sorry, if I just spit on you. The energy yeah. surrounding the place, right? When you send it to all these people, was everybody pretty positive about it? Everybody was positive. I would not have sent okay. it to anyone who wasn't positive. Okay. All right. So, so my siblings, like my niece was like, oh, you know, Uncle Jerry, I could see you in that place. I, that place looks so awesome. You know, and she's real smart. She goes, that place is so aesthetically pleasing. Aww. <laughs> and my, you know, my, my brother and my sister-in-law, we, our whole family thread, you know, everybody's looking. And everybody's like, yeah, I could see you living in that place. So that pumps me up more. Right. You know, I'm sleeping. I went to sleep thinking about the place. I wake up Saturday morning and I go, I've been telling people I want to live in this place. I haven't even seen it. Mm-hmm. I then call your sister and say, hey, I like this place. You know, can we go see it? And she goes, well, when do you want to see it? I'm like, well, can we go today? She goes, yeah, let me, let me get out of bed or whatever she said. So we set up an appointment to see it that same day, the next day after I sent pictures mm-hmm. to everyone. Um. And she goes, oh, I got this other house I want you to look at, too. I go, if this place looks like it does in the pictures, I'm just going to put an offer on this place. Wait, which let's just, let's back it up because this is not you. You're like, I knew, let's not forget that I called you and said, listen, you're going to go see a place. If you want it, you've got to put an offer on it because I knew what was going on. I knew places, oh, how were, places flying. were flying. Off the, yeah. I was like, if you don't put an offer on the day you see it, you will never get it, just so you know. And you're like, I could just... Tell the fear in your, just your, your, your voice. And then this is not like you to, this is so not like you. You're a thinker. You're like, let me sleep on it. Let me think about Mm -hmm. it for about another week. This is so not like you to just be impulsive, so to speak. Yeah. But is it, well, is it an, is it impulsive that we'll come back to that? Okay. We will. But this is just not your style is my point. Right. I don't make hasty decisions. Right. You're, you're, you are correct. So keep that that in mind. You know, they don't know that. But I knew that I was like, if this, if you really want this, you got to jump. So go ahead. All right. So okay. Go so I go it. see this place Saturday. Um, I was thinking about waiting till Monday to see it. You know, like after the weekend, I'll think about it a little bit more. But I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen this place. Let's see it Saturday. Your sister says, I want you to see this other house too. I think you would like it. I go, if this place looks like it does in the pictures, I want to put an offer on it. So we come to see the place and I'm just like, this is this place is awesome. It looks like it does in the pictures. 
I could totally see myself, you know, being in this place. She goes, well, do you want to see the other place? I go, well, well, this place might be gone. I was like, what? We need to, you know. <laughs> she goes, okay, well, let's go write up an offer. <clears throat> and so we sit down. Um, she writes up the offer. And she goes, well, you know, good luck. I hope you get it. And I go, well, I'm just going to imagine you saying congratulations. Right. You got it. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's what I was seeing in my mind on that Saturday. Sunday Did morning. Did you ever go see the other place? No. You just knew this was it. I'm like, this is, yeah, this yeah. is, this okay. is it. I, once I got in here, I'm like, this is, yeah. this is me. So, so Sunday morning, your sister calls me and says, well, I have some news. You know, she's kind of stringing me along. And then uh-huh. she goes, she goes, you got the play. She goes, they want a little bit more earnest money. And I'm like, fine. You know, a couple thousand more dollars earnest money. I'm like, you know, fine, whatever. And um, and they accepted the offer. Now, the kicker on this is I was going to wait till Monday. But I decided, I'm telling everybody about this place. I need to go see it because I'm telling everybody I want to live there. They were going to have an open house on Sunday. So that day, that, th- that morning, they accepted my offer. They were going to have an open house. Okay. This, there would have been a bidding war on this oh, place. Oh, for sure. And, <clears throat> and so instead, I ended up with you know, them accepting my offer. That's amazing. That, okay, but let me explain. I wanna, we talk a lot about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And we actually have a couple. You don't know this, but we have a couple of people lined up who have long-term, really healthy relationships that are going to be on our podcast, and they're going to talk about that. Okay. Because I think, A, we need, to, we, need, we need some info, okay? We need <laughs> we, to know what is the freaking secret, people. Yeah. But I think this is how some people feel. They, it's, you, the way you just felt. When you said this is how some people feel. About and, relationships. And- the way that you felt about this house mm-hmm. is the way some people feel when they first encounter or spend time or start developing a relationship with someone and they just know. You know when people say you just know? Mm-hmm. You just know this was going to be your house. Oh, yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, I'm not saying majority or all or all healthy relationships. I think a lot of times people just know and you're like, this is it. This is home. Yeah. This is my home. The thing I've come to realize is that I can do this. I can manifest things for me. I can't manifest something for someone else. Yes. So I can say, I want this relationship to work. They have to be on On the the same same page. page. I agree. And I think that's where there are issues that develop. But I think that feeling of this is mine. This is going to be mine. This is going to be my home. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. That same feeling is very much there when you meet somebody that you just feel like this is home, you know. And the pro- the issue is the mm-hmm. fear. So let's. So we're going to talk about a little bit about fear. If you and I sat back mm-hmm. and really and truly were like, "This is our house," and I'm getting bills sent here, and you're, you know, like doing sending pictures and you putting offers, and if you at all started thinking. What if I can't afford it? What if I'm dwindling my savings? What if this isn't the right area for me? What if there are problems? What if there's termites? What if there's, you know, 
because uh-huh. all that stuff happens. Yeah. I also think a lot of times people with very high anxiety start that start starts starts creeping in. You start thinking mm-hmm. of the worst case scenario, and not to say that you want to be blinded or you don't want to be realistic, but if you start letting those thoughts creep in, mm-hmm. then you are not no longer manifesting. Right. Fear is now driving your thoughts. Like, I didn't have any fear. I was like, this is freaking happening. Yeah, my mail is going there. Shit is, I am I have to live it. here. Yes, I have. Nothing's stopping me from living here. And I really believe that. I did not, mm-hmm. I mean, the second I would start to think, but, but, no, there's no buts. There were going to be no buts. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. I can't say that I do that in my, you know, every other aspect of my life. Um, but when you really want something and you are like feeling like this is it, you cannot let fear creep in because once you do, you've stopped manifesting and you've killed the manifestation process. Do you agree? See, I agree in terms of something like a house, right? Yeah. Because I can say I, I'm going to, I'm going to say I want this and I'm going to see myself, I'm going to feel myself in there. I'm going to see myself Mm -hmm. in there. I'm going to send my mail there, that sort of thing. I think that you can't do that with another person. Okay. So, so my, in a previous relationship, I go, you know what? She asked me for something. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to say yes. I'm going to, um, I, literally in my mind, like I did, like I saw myself living here, mm-hmm. I would see her happy because I'm like, I'm going to make her happy. Hmm. You know, I'm going to do that, night, whatever she wants. It, but I, it, you just can't get there. You can't make someone else happy. So I think in terms of relationships, I, I, I don't think you, you can't do that with a person. No, you have I to be in a place you, okay, so where you say, I yeah. am... I'm going to be this thing that I want. And so you you magnetize yourself so that you draw that to you. Okay. I don't think that you say that. Okay. We were specific about the house, right? Mm-hmm. We were like, this is the house. I believe. Do you remember the unicorn podcast? Absolutely. Okay. And I, do you realize the conviction I had in the unicorn? I believe that there uh-huh. is a, there. I believe in unicorns. I really do. Okay. I truly do believe in them. Mm-hmm. And people laugh at that episode. And they're like, you're, after all you've been through? And I'm like, I really believe that there is something like that out there. There is someone out there like that for me. Mm-hmm. There aren't, there's no, and I should have a ton of fear after the shit I've been through. Um, I really, truly believe that. And I know that I will find that. I just know it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how, what form. I don't know how long it will last. I don't know if it'll be forever. I don't know any of that, but I do know that I will find that if I haven't found that already. Yes, but okay, so the thing I'm, I guess the thing I'm saying, and I don't don't know if I'm missing your point or we're kind of missing each Mm -hmm. other a little bit. What you are looking for is a, a set of characteristics. You're not saying, I see that guy, I want him to be... The unicorn. I want him to be the unicorn. He right. seems like the unicorn. I feel like he should be the unicorn. So I'm going to believe that he's the unicorn. I don't. I, I don't so, think that's manifesting because you're telling the universe, 
you're telling, it's like, it's the, think of the universe as a car. You're just a passenger, right? You're just like, the universe is driving you where you want to go. Okay. Okay. If I start driving the car, I'm the one in control telling the universe, well, I'm sorry, you're, take a back seat. I, you aren't, you can't necessarily say this person, this thing, this whatever. Like we did that with a house because it's a stable, you know what I'm saying? It's an object. And to be honest that's, that's, with you. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that was yes. sort of my point. It's an object that you can say, I, I want that. And then you can draw that toward you. Do you but know then, how it, many people though say, I want this house and I want it and I'm visioning myself in it and I'm doing it and I want it. And guess what happens? They lose it. They don't get, they don't get their offer accepted. They find something bigger and better and more amazing, but mm-hmm. it, they're still manifesting. It might not be that house. The universe might be like, uh, sorry, dude, that house isn't yours. But, but done correctly, it should be better. They should go, oh my God, yes. I'm glad I didn't get that one because Correct. this one was, was better for me. Right. You know? And so for me, I, I go, I want to, I mean, where, where we are, I don't, there's nothing else like this. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I, I want that place. And, and if, and if I don't get it, I'm like, you knew I'm you not, would find something better. You knew that what if, it would be, if not this, it'd be even better. If I, I, I knew if I didn't get it, it would be better. But at the same time, I'm like, if I don't get this place, then I'm not that excited about anything else I've seen. Right. Yeah, I, I would. It would have to be something that I saw with, that I went, oh my god, that's that's even better. Right. Than than this place, and so, you know, I think it. I think we're saying the same thing. You know, with something like an in animate object, you can, you can manifest it easier because you don't have the dynamics of somebody else having to not have the fear. Right. And go, oh, well, maybe there's termites, you know, right. and using that as a metaphor for, you know, for the relationship and all the stuff we talk about, you know, attachment styles and, and past, um, um, you know, past, uh, uh, baggage and that sort of thing. And, and i but I think in terms of relationships, and and I guess I'll have to let you know in the future, um, I, think it, I think part of it is being that thing that you want. If you want a unicorn, you need to be the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Because then you're going to attract that same thing. Like if you're, you know, like say if you're a shady person, you're not going to attract a good person. Right. Oh, you might attract them, but it's not going to work because it just doesn't feel right. Something there just doesn't, something there just doesn't click. But, you know, if you get yourself to that point where um, you are what you want to be with, then, I mean, I, I tend to think you just, you know. I think that's true, but you want to know what I think is even more important? Let's hear it. I think you have to know that you're worth what you're looking for. You have to know you're worthy of, I, of the unicorn. And that's I've, a lot well, of our issues. Well, that's, that's we what I'm saying. That, that, well, I, I, I think we're sort of saying the same yeah. thing, right? Because if you're not, if, if I think I'm not worthy, I'm not a unicorn, right? So you need to be the unicorn if you want a unicorn. Mm-hmm. At the point where you feel like you're worthy. Right. You know, and, um, and you start to, you know, be that, unicorn then you can't help but attract that to you you know if you're a shitty person 
Right. You're going to attract a shitty person. Right. You know. Right. Or I, maybe not a shitty person, but if you're if you feel like you're not worthy of a unicorn, you will accept a shitty person. Yes, that that's true. That is true. I, I do think. No, you know, a lot of times I've heard about manifesting, I've heard you just have to say it, just keep saying it until you believe it. But that takes a lot of freaking time. It, it's not, it's not saying it until you believe it. It's getting yourself to the point where you believe it. And if you can't believe it, then you're just saying words. It's true. Now it's true. I, you know, I grew up, you know, I grew up in, in the church yeah, and, and that sort of thing. And there is in terms of manifesting a thing in the Bible, and I'm not, I'm not a religious person, but there are some, you know, some valuable, you know, things in the Bible, I think. And there's something that is said in the, in the New Testament, Jesus says it, and I never really noticed it before until it was pointed out in a book that was not about religion. And I think it might be in Matthew or something. And Jesus essentially says that when you pray and ask for something, you need to believe that you have it. You, you need to believe that you already have it. Hmm. And then you will have it. Wow. That's, really? I mean, what is that? But manifest it. Right. And so if you can't, he didn't say you need to come and, you know, pray for 40 hours and, right. and give all your money to say the church. Say the ha- Hail Mary. Say the Hail Mary and give all your money yeah. to the church. He didn't say, he didn't say anything like that. I mean, he, he essentially said, you want something, you need to believe you have it, and then you will have it. And you have to believe you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't believe you deserve it, then you don't believe you, right. you can't believe you right. have it. it. It all it all sort of it all sort of fits together. Right. And that that blew me away. I'm like, how come they never told me this? Because I think, well, I don't want to go down that road for people who might be religious. I don't want to uh offend anyone. But <laughs> um, but it really is about manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. But you want- Shit, it's even in the Bible, just it's, like you said. It's, in, it's, in, it's the, in the Bible. It's in the Bible. So I grew up Catholic. I, I don't know if I told the audience that I was, everybody thought I was going to be a nun, which is very fitting for my personality. <laughs> I don't know if you knew oh, that. Uh, oh, my, oh, my God. I thought I was going to be oh. a nun. Yeah, like second grade, I was like convinced that, the, that I was going to be a nun. Wow. Anyways, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we might have to do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> that is that is awesome. I was extremely driven by fear. What mm-hmm. are you looking for? The champagne? My phone. Oh. Okay. Um, I thought maybe you were looking for the champagne since our glasses are empty. Oh, okay. All right. You you continue to talk. <laughs> I'll continue. I'll, I'll, All right. I'll refill hint, the glasses. Hint. So I was very Catholicism, okay, is very much fear-based. It was, you will go to hell if you're not a good person. If you aren't, you know, and even my, my family dynamic was very much centered around that. You're mean to your brother. You hit your brother. You fight with your brother. You're going to hell. And it was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, I, daily I was afraid that God was going to come down and just, like, cast some sort of insane spell upon me. If I didn't go to church, I, was, I would cry on the weekends because I thought, God will, I won't go to heaven. So, I learned very, very early on that guilt, that guilty sort of Catholic, that Catholic guilt, I had it. I still have it. And to be perfectly honest, I use it on my children a lot. A lot. 
I find myself doing the same shit. However, when you're so fearful of losing everything and you're fearful that you won't, you know, there will be no place for you or you're fearful that you're not being a good person, you, it's very hard to manifest. It's actually impossible because everything you do is because you're so worried that it will be taken away. There are so many times in life that I have found happiness in something and I have been so worried about it taken away that guess what happens? What's that? It's actually taken away. Because? Of fear. Because, because the thing that you said you didn't want is the thing that you felt the most. It's true. So I guess the question is, I mean, it's, to, I'm what, I'm going to be, do you know I'm going to be 40 next week? I do know that. Do you yes. know it's my birthday? What's that? It's my birthday. I know that. Next week. Okay. I, just I'm making aware. sure you're aware. Okay. 40 somebody's, years old. Somebody's asking for presents. <laughs> 40 years old. And it, I have finally just learned how to ask the universe for things. I mean, you're a lot older. So, I mean, what's your excuse? What's my excuse? You know what? I mean. Or have you so, been doing this for ages and nobody knows? Oh, when I was a kid, I was. You're manifesting at, shit left and oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like what? Oh, my God. I mean, grades, people's health, all sorts of stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm just not good in relationships. <laughs> oh, I had no idea you were some kind of manifestation um, guru. I'm sorry, Jerome. My fault. So I guess the 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 question I pose to the listeners is that what are you afraid is going to happen? And get it out. Think about the worst case scenario and let it go. Because the word, if you continue to dwell on what the worst thing that can happen is, that typically is what happens. You're actually manifesting that shit. Because that is what you feel the most. That's and, what and you it, feel and what you think about. Um, and, and, and it goes back to what we said before where, like, I, you know, people poo-poo it, but I watched The Secret and I liked it. And the, the thing that people didn't get was it was about not just saying that you wanted something, but the, but feeling it also. And, you know, and what you're saying, you know, feeling it and deserving it and feeling as though you, you know, feeling as though you deserve it. And if you can't, if you can't feel it, then it's not going to happen. And the thing that if you, and if subconsciously you're feeling the fear of the thing you don't want to happen, right. then that's going to happen. Because, the, you know, in, in, in my opinion, the universe just, it gives you what you ask for. And the thing that people don't get is sometimes they ask for things that they don't want. You know, and, so, and, you know, and I, don't, I don't mean to, if you went through a tragedy, sometimes you, you know, it's not that you caused that yourself. But in terms of manifesting things, right. you know, you, you're getting this thing over and over again that you don't want. You need to check with yourself and see if that's the thing that you're feeling the most. What, yeah, is your, what is your fear around surrounding that? Think about people in our industry, right? They mm -hmm. come to us, they want to lose weight. They say they want to lose weight. They say, I want to look good for my 20th, you know, reunion. I want to look, I want to be fit and healthy for when I have grandchildren. I want to be a size two by next week. You know what I mean? Like you get mm -hmm. all these things and they say it. 
they're saying it. And you, you're believing it because as the trainer, you have a job now to do. Mm-hmm. But their action, I mean, they are, some of these people, you ask somebody who's severely overweight, what is it going to be like when you go from a size, say, 18 to mm-hmm. a size 6? I mean, that they're losing a whole person and then some. Mm-hmm. They're a different, they're going to be a different human being. Most people like that, they say they want it, but they don't actually believe it. They believe that this program that they're about to put money down is going to do the same shit that the last program did. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they can actually be a size six because they can't vision themselves as that. Does that make sense? It's almost like a smoker who says they want to quit, but they can't identify without being a smoker. And, and that is, and that is the thing. Um, like, I, I feel like in, in some cases our job is to get people to see themselves as they will be so that they can feel they can feel what it feels like and then that will draw that to them. You still have to do the work. But if you, you know, I tell people like if you think about, okay, you, you say I'm a marathon runner and I'm going to run a marathon and that's, and that's what you do. Marathon runners aren't sitting on the couch with a bag of potato chips. You have to train every so often. There's just things that go along with that. And if mm-hmm. you can truly see yourself as a marathon runner, then there's all these things that fall into place just because you have to do that to be, become a marathon. Does that it's make like, sense? It's like seeing yourself cross the finish line. Yeah. Feeling what that would feel like. You know what I mean? That, envisioning that is truly like manifestation. Seeing yourself that like I could cross that finish line and I mean, the feeling that you would have after doing that, you're feeling, you're almost going through those emotions. But some people say, I want to run a marathon. And they're like, I don't know what it would feel. I mean, they can't even envision themselves getting past the first mile. Right. But, but again, it becomes, can you see yourself being that marathon runner? And if, exactly. you, if you can't see yourself being a marathon runner, then you're not going to do all the things that go along with it. Exactly. I, can, I can say, I want to be a doctor, you know. Did I take MCATs? Did I apply to medical school? Did I, you know, did I do, you know, pre-med courses? I mean, there's things that go along with that. And if I go, that is my vision. I see myself being a doctor. I know that I have to do all those things. Right. So if I see myself 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds lighter, that's the end goal. There's all these things that just go along with that. You know, but if I, if I, see my, if I say I want to lose 30 pounds and I see myself as a couch potato... I'm going to be a couch potato. I think that there are so many blockages and so many issues surrounding why people aren't getting to where they want to be, mm-hmm. why you're not being able to buy that house, why you're not able to be in that relationship, why you're not able to lose 30 pounds, why you're not able to be a marathon runner. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to get through those blockages and realize why you deserve that, why you can do that, why you're strong enough to be able to do that, why you deserve somebody who loves you. And once you can deal with that, and I think that's a lot of times to me, I think that's why therapy is so important because you do one block by one block, you start to knock those down and realize, shit, I deserve to make money. I deserve to have somebody who loves me. I deserve to feel good about myself. And I think once you can do that, you can manifest anything. Well, and and that... 
and that is and that is the thing. So you you have that that idea, that thing that you want, that end result, that end goal. And then if you go, I want that, if you can't feel it, then you need to figure out why you can't feel it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Because you yes. because if you if you can't feel it, it's not gonna it's happen. either not a, a true passion or goal for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I could say like Honestly, for me, I could be like, "What? Well, I want a, I want a nicer car." I'm I don't really give a shit about that. That's not even a priority of mine. My car, the car I drive is perfectly fine. That's yeah. not even I could just say I'm saying words, but I'm not feeling it. To me that really holds no water. Right. That means nothing to me. What the kind of car that I drive means nothing to me. Yeah, and then I mean, you don't remember that Mustang I used to have. It was it was No, pre- I don't. That blue Mustang it was stick shift. It was pretty Ooh, cool. Oh, it does sound familiar. Um, but before I bought that car, like I actually wanted, actually wanted that car and Mm -hmm. I saw the color. I saw the the car in my mind. I saw myself shifting gears, you know, kind of like in the secret. I think there's a a thing similar to that. Um, I didn't even know how to drive a stick shift at the time. (laughs) Um, so that was one of the things I saw myself drive. I I had to, you know, learn how to learn how to do that. But I actually, I did want a new car, but I guess I said that to say, and I saw myself in it. Okay. You know, and I saw myself, yeah. you know, driving it and, and, and all that sort of thing. So. All right. Let me ask you that. This. Currently, okay. right now. I mean, I know you just, you were busy manifesting this wonderful mm-hmm. home you have. What are you manifesting now? Or what do you intend to manifest in the very near future? You know, that's, that's actually pretty, pretty interesting. Because um, I was thinking about that the other day. And I'm, I think I'm between manifestations right now. Okay, I think tell me about it. I'm, I'm between manifest. I'm not manifest. Oh, you're I'm between manifestations. Oh, I got. You don't it. listen to me when we talk. I didn't you? understand what I, you meant. You just you're you just currently hear, wah, taking wah, wah, wah. a break. You're taking a break from manifesting. Not, not taking a break. I mean, I think, you know, I think maybe, I, I think maybe just learning learning about myself more. Hmm. All right. You know, because you know we talk. Well, you're enjoying you know, the fruits of your labor. Is what you're I mean, doing. Well, I mean, I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor, and I think learning learning about myself. I mean, you know, we've talked about, you know, our relationships and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so part of me is like, well, what was going on with that? Well, you know, what yeah. what got me, you know, what got me to that point? And, I, and I've done a fair amount of, you know, reading and, and work learning on yourself, and, yeah. and work on myself and that sort of thing. But... I think it's learning about myself more. Good for you. Thank you. How I about like how about you? What what are you manifesting right now? So I think you know what I'm manifesting because every day you get a text from me. Um, I am manifesting, okay, a certain number of members in my fitness studio. And this is true manifestation. Not only is it manifestation, it's hustle. It is like blood, sweat, and tears because I want to hit a certain number of members is extremely important to me. And I visualize myself at the end. I'm like literally three members away. Okay. It feels Mm -hmm. like, it feels like I had such momentum. I was like, all right, we got 20 more members, 15 more members, 12 more members. I'm getting so close. I'm like, I am ripping through members. And now I'm at like the last three or four. And it feels like the pressure cooker is on. So I just feel like, oh my God, I'm so close. I'm so close, but so far. And so three members away from hitting my goal, but the I visualize myself just exhaling. That's uh, what I'm 
I am waiting for when I hit that number. Now, the the in fitness, people are always joining and quitting and joining and quitting and joining and quitting and moving and having babies and, you know, just quitting and whatever. But so I know this isn't going to be like a permanent thing. I know this isn't like, oh, I could travel to Europe for f- six weeks and I'll come back and there will still be the same amount of members. I know there's still more hustle after this, mm-hmm. but I just want to hit this number and just exhale. And so, I can visualize myself doing it. So interesting. And this is this is even before we talked about doing this this podcast yeah. and mani- manifesting. You, every day we're sending text messages saying, oh, you know, I got this number. I got this number. I got I got six more. Wait, we? Huh? We? Didn't I say I? <laughs> you said we're sending text messages. Um, that would be me. I thought I said I. No, you did not send any text messages. You've just liked the text messages. Okay, I, I intended to say I, I intended have sent to say all the messages. I have gotten all the members, and I have worked my ass off. Okay. I hope you keep the members. <laughs> okay, good. That's true. You so, do. okay, so I, I we I meant to say I meant to when I said I, I'm saying I was saying that as you, oh. not that I was sending oh, text okay, messages. Okay. 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 Continue. It's still all Sorry. about you. It we, is. Okay. I want so, the credit. I have worked my ass off. You, I want you, the credit. You, no you, one else is getting my credit. You do deserve the credit. So who's so you, texting you? This is our our bocce team. They, oh I, my I think god! They Our bocce have. team. Uh, ooh, they lost. Okay. All right. So Yikes. back to you. Okay. We didn't, this is what you we've want. We've been too right? busy. We, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um. So this is before we talked about manifesting, and you're sending these text text messages saying, "Oh, I got six more. I got three more. Yeah. That sort of thing." And I don't. Did I send you a text that said, "Ooh, look at you manifesting"? I don't think you did. Well, I think I was gonna send it, and I'm like, the rest of the group might not get it. So. <laughs> But um, I've been doing it. I know. A hundred has been like that number has been in my head, and I have been like, I'm doing it every morning I wake up, and I am on it every mm-hmm. afternoon, every evening. I'm I am like that number is it's all I think about. And so I know I'm gonna do it, and I want to do it before the end of this month. Oh, you will. I mean, you're so close. And yeah. I am not allowing any there are times that it creeps in where it's like. Yeah, but someone's, you know, you might lose somebody. So-and-so's having surgery. So-and-so's going to move. And I'm like, shut the F up. I'm not listening to that garbage. I'm mm-hmm. getting to my number, and I will deal with what happens after. But I'm going to get to my number, and I'm on a mission. So I am so, so close. But that's currently what I'm manifesting. That's awesome. And, and you're going to get there. I mean, and part of it is, and I think of it, I don't know if this makes it easier for people listening, but I think part of it is, your imagination. Because if you go, okay, I'm going to stay positive about this and I'm not going to think about the negative things. Right. What are you using but your imagination? Right. You know, and so you're putting that out into the universe and and feeling it. And to the extent that you can really imagine yourself in that place, you can see yourself doing that thing. You can see yourself in that relationship, driving that car, you know, buying that house, then it's more likely to happen. Yeah, it's true. I found the, the Bible verse that I was oh, looking for. Oh, is that for. what you've been doing? I was, this is for the podcast. Okay. I All thought right. you were checking email and shit. I'm like, what is going on? Okay, no, that would, that would be you. Uh, or, All right, so this is, and this is, and, and again, I'm not a religious person. Yeah. But 
I, and I never noticed this before. I, I read this before. It says, um, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and you shall have them. Hmm. So when you pray, believe that you received it and hmm. then you shall have it. That's pretty impressive. I never knew that was like Bible shit. Yeah. And, and so. I, I mean, missed out. Why didn't they tell me that in Catholic school? Because then you wouldn't need them, and then you could just <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need them. You could do it on your own, right? That's amazing. You, know, you wouldn't have to give them your money. Well, um, I think that I we do these podcasts because we want people to understand things in very layman's terms and from our own experiences. Yeah. Do you not agree? Oh, absolutely. Like we actually tried manifesting, not just tried it, but we like did it. Mm-hmm. We actually did it. And we came out on the other side. Now, now we got now we got to figure out what the next step is. I know for me, I am. I know for me, I think that that unicorn podcast really helped me manifest healthy relationships. I really believe that I have really fostered healthy relationships. I don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared about where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it will last. It could last forever. I have no idea. But I know that I have. I have, I believe I deserve it. And I mm-hmm. believe that, you know what? I just trust that God, I, I have a little more, like, I do have a relationship with God. I believe God will, or some people say the universe, will take me where I need to be. And I think sometimes letting go of that fear and allowing trust to come in will help guide you to where you really need to be and where you want to be. Absolutely. So you're saying I don't have, you're saying I'm going to hell. No. It kind of sounds like what you're saying. <laughs> you're like, well, I have a relationship with God, so. <laughs> I'm just so saying good, good I was a blanket statement. You good have luck to... in your, your eternal good luck damnation. Good Googling your Bible verse, okay? Um, no, you have a relationship with God, don't you? Yeah, I, I just call it, I mean, I, I think it's just different than, yeah. than your. Right. Yeah. But we still believe in something, higher power, whatever that may be. Oh, absolutely. I do. Yeah. I don't care what you call it or what you, but if you believe something yeah. that somebody is going to steer you on the right path. Yeah. And I, I mean, to me, I, I think a lot of stuff in my life would not have happened had I not believed it. Yeah. I agree. Well, good luck manifesting. All right, I think good. that our, I hope our listeners learned something. Yeah. If not, they know we're just, Hanging out, celebrating, and drinking champagne. Drinking and- champagne. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap for us. All right. So for Too Fit to Be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.